and uh, right, rocker for the stage or the bedroom. <laughs> that All sounds right. good for me. I can fully get I can get my orange stuff. Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on. I'm not talking about hunting season. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, I guess that's my cue. Welcome, everybody, to Table in the Basement. My name is Josh. My name is Jared. And with us this week, we have returning guest Luke. Hello. And Mike, back for more. Hey. So, we this are back in the basement. High school Luke. High school Luke, yeah, this Keep is high mind. school Luke. Keep not, in not mind. Not to be confused with college yes. Luke. This is high school Luke. Lockhaven Luke. Yeah, we had just so many friends. Oh, so many. No, we maxed out a while ago on friends. <laughs> but All yeah, right. here we are back in the basement for another wonderful episode. And we have a special treat for you. We are recording this on a Tuesday we night. We are. This is our first not weekend related show. This is a Tuesday night on a work week. We all have work tomorrow. Is there a rap here song? We are. It's like going up on a Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> who is? Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's talking about like partying on a Tuesday. Partying on a Tuesday. Uh, we are partying who, on a Tuesday. I don't know who it is. But I, I know it is a song. We'll you say Jim right. Jones. Jim Jones. <laughs> is that a real rapper? <laughs> the rapper, yeah. He's the one that sings, We fly high, no lie, you know this. Kool-Aid! <laughs> oh, what a terrible every, name to pick. Every high school uh, basketball he, warm-up song. If he would have cracked open one textbook, he'd have been like, oh, Jim Jones. Bad name. Not a great decision. Oh, well. All right, Josh, so we're here because you have busy plans this weekend, so how about you get the podcast uh, started? All right. (laughs) So I guess a few updates on some assorted things from previous episodes. So for those of you who follow us on Instagram, we recently had a post where we kind of had like a poll to see what your thoughts are on a certain subject. You see, Jared is vastly opposed to mom jeans. He just does not like them. He thinks they're ugly and not stylish. So I'm like, hey, who better to ask than our devoted followers on social media? So I posted the question, are mom jeans stylish? And we got almost down the middle, but unfortunately for Jared, we had 57% say that mom jeans are in fact stylish. Oh, hey. So our fans have spoken, Jared. You're wrong. Um, they're entitled to their wrong opinion. The funny I mean, thing is moms aren't I'm not, wearing them. Don't get me wrong. You're entitled to your wrong opinion, but I just, based off what I know, if you do feel they're stylish, you just, you need your fucking brain pan checked. That's a very strong opinion. Yeah. I mean... That's fair. Everybody else is wrong, not me. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so going along with the updates, um, Patrick from Minnesota, our correspondent in Minnesota on all important matters pertaining to that state, replied to us with a response to our most recently posted episode where we're talking about certain Democratic candidates. Um, so Amy, last name previously unable for us to pronounce, he says it's pronounced Klo Buchar. Yes, you would say it much faster, I think, in normal English speak, but the way he typed it, it is clo-boo-char. Well, that's the pronunciation. Yes, so clo-boo-char. 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 I don't know. I think it's We need some clarity on that, Doc. (laughs) (laughs) Just constantly update us, Patrick, on just like more specific ways for us to pronounce this, but we're closer than we were, so that's exciting. So thank you, Patrick, for the assist on that. Once again, everybody, round of applause for Patrick in Minnesota. 
Now back to studying. Synchronized clapping. <laughs> uh, we're not. That's not that's our bag. One thing that I we see. don't qualify for. So let's see what we got. We got that covered. We got that covered. Which tool did you use out of your toolbox? You tool, Jared. Oh, over there. Yeah, your Christmas toolbox. Uh, the pliers, because uh, my washer was broken. It was actually leaking. How'd you get in there and one of the springs came off. Well, that's a whole nother story. We had to pry open the top, and then I had to crawl in through the bottom and find a loose spring just to hook it back up. But it's working now. And we know that you had to wear low-waisted jeans, so you weren't wearing those mom jeans because it involved no. water and plumbing, so you had to have the plumbers, correct? <laughs> yeah, because I have eyes so, that can see, and I can see. He wasn't going for style. That's not smart to wear. <laughs> so, so I'm curious, why did you have to pry open the top to get into the bottom? Um, I'm not the one that designed this. It's all about the adventure. Front, it's a front loader. Okay. I'm not sure. It... <sighs> I've started rewatching Breaking Bad, and I got to the part where the meth heads steal that ATM, and he's like, "The weakest parts in the bottom." So that's where Jared was. That's yeah, what you're going for. Pretty much, that's what you're going for. Well, yeah. I mean, I was literally doing a load of laundry and coming down to like a, just a puddle, an inch high puddle in the back of the washer. So I was like, "What is going on?" And then my dad came over, and. We first thought, oh, it must be in the bottom. And then it's like, no, you can't actually. There's like a whole cylinder suspended by springs in it. Uh, yeah, it's, it, was a, it was an adventure. Nice. All, it turns out all it was was there was just a puncture and one like rubber tubing hose. That's it. So thankfully we are in the clear. Um, but yeah. I'm glad you opened up that toolbox, though, because at this point, at that rate, I didn't think it'd ever get opened. I know. It's. I actually. Is it weird that I I felt like a sense of pride using it? Like I felt like a grown up, well, close. The next step is to build a garage around that toolbox. <laughs> that's that's not gonna happen. I I don't like adulting. Like I can do it when it's a necessity, like cooking, and like paying my bills but i really i really want to draw a line somewhere like i don't want to be like too crafty too much of a handyman tool stuff probably should want to be a tool probably shouldn't own my own house that just seems like a lot of grown-up stuff you How know about you guys I, as i talk to two homeowners <laughs> i feel like being a kid is a very deceiving trial period for life like, as a kid, everything seems really fun, and you're really looking forward to growing up because of all these really, really cool things. And then when you get there, it's a giant sham. Like, oh, I'm really excited to drive a car. Like, oh, wait, I have to pay a bunch of money for this car, and gas costs money. That sucks. Like, yeah. oh, I can't wait to get a job. Like, oh, jobs are really hard to find, especially good ones. It's also funny because, like, when we were in middle school, we would all hang out every weekend, and we didn't even really have a mode of transportation besides parents. But then when we all got our licenses, there were even times like, you know, we could meet up and hang out, but it was just less and less. Yeah, you're tired. And like you get excited because like, oh, I haven't have money. Like, no, you're not. You're going to be paying things with that money. You buy money for the like you get money for the sake of existing. And I don't know. I feel like as a kid, I was set up for just a giant disappointment. Mm -hmm. It was like I got I saw this really cool box for a toy. When I opened up the toy, it was like really, really small and just full of packing peanuts. 
Yeah. That's what my life experience has been. <laughs> to be fair, though, when you're a kid, you have such little freedom, like, overall. I mean, think about it. Like, you're only... If, unless you had an allowance, your only source of income as a kid was your birthday or Christmas. And then in um, high school, your summer job. Yeah, but, like, before that. So you had to, like, plan an entire year ahead what is good, What is my birthday money going to be get spent on. Yeah. And then now, yeah. like, having an influx of money, <laughs> like, I guess I do need groceries or I could use yeah, this I magazine subscription or whatever. Yeah, I never how much I have to buy to live exactly like as a kid you never think about that like, like i always save my money like i don't need to spend on anything and now it's now it, oh wait i have these bills to pay i have to eat a couple of weeks ago i had to like force myself to go out to eat because like i was coming here to podcast pretty late at night and like i hadn't eaten anything and i was like ro- i was uh, rock climbing and i'm like i'm really hungry but like i don't want to spend money so i'll just go without eating for like the night but that's stupid i had to like consciously make myself get something to eat just because I didn't want to spend the money on food. I mean, but you guys realizing this now, like, just imagine your parents' situation. Like, none of us were single siblings, so... Or single kids, so... It, oh, there was four of you, so... Like, the amount of money it costs to support yourself right now is what it's costed your parents basically their entire time you've been around. Times four. Times four. So, <laughs> like... You know, when, I, when my parents were my age, they had two kids. It's like... yeah. Well, when you when you put it that way, yeah. When your parents were our <laughs> age, though, they had a house and a car, and like didn't have loans. Didn't have loans <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's another thing that's unfortunate too, though, because like I looked at my parents and like, hey, being a doll seems cool. They seem like they're having a good time, but then like it's like finding out the clown is all is actually sad in real life. Like I had this really good time watching this clown at the circus, but then I got to know him, and it turned out he was really depressed. It's like the same with my parents. Like it looked like they were having fun, but they were also miserable. Or in John Wayne Gacy's case, he was a killer. <laughs> he was actually a killer. <laughs> yeah, they're either sad or serial killers. This yeah. shit, like really. <laughs> What's in the crawl space? Like I didn't call it growing up. It's <laughs> quite the realization. My juggling balls. <laughs> with, with the remains. That's right. With a couple human remains. All right, so. One topic I had, and I think it's funny because I'm not a fan of basketball, and I feel like there are a lot of people that aren't a fan of basketball, but for some reason this time of the year, March Madness. March Madness! It's on everywhere, and like people in the office have talked about it. My sister and stuff, my like, whole family was watching and none of us really care for basketball. So have you guys been paying attention to any of this March Madness? I enjoy filling out the bracket. So I filled out the bracket, picked a winner. I never follow up on it to see who actually wins those <laughs> games. Or do I follow up watching any of those games? I don't know what the point is. It's, I think I just have fun. Oh, let's take the little guy over this big guy team. And yeah, that's who's going to yeah. win it. Like, I think I have more fun doing that. But I never follow up and see who wins or anything. I mean, to be honest... We're what? It's March 25th. Is that today? March yep. 25th? 26th. 26. 26. 26. And this is the first time I thought of March Madness, so... I mean, I, we watched I it just, at Rusty Rail a little real, bit. But, but that's what I mean. That was... Any, anywhere I've been, like, out of my house, it's just all I hear about and all I see on TV. Well, there are so many games to keep track of, too. Like, I feel like it's probably big at your house. It is. Like, my, friend, my family's all really big into basketball, and, like, it's... To me, it's exhausting to, like, try to, like, sit down and, like, keep up with, like, all these different games going on and who's winning what and then, like, adjusting your bracket and then, like, the heartbreak when, you when like, first round it all falls apart anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah. We messed up every single option. My little brother. 
small side note, my little brother made three brackets, which is cheating. That's not I, right. Yeah, I hear of a lot of... Who does he have winning, though? Uh, the one that's on the one table was Duke, because he likes Duke, but I forget what the other two are. Did but. you accuse him of it, and he was like, me? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah. So... What? Brackets? Nah. <laughs> uh, small insight into that inside joke. So, a while ago, I have two younger brothers. <laughs> the youngest one behind... like. The youngest brother in my family is 10 years younger than I am. And there was a time when he was growing up when he was, like, elementary schoolish age or, like, early middle school maybe. Like, there are a bunch of butters on the one wall. And we're like, Ben, there's a bunch of butters on the wall. Stop wiping, stop wiping butters on the wall. And he had, like, the most, like, obviously me reaction to it. Incriminating. He, yeah, like, the most incriminating response. Like, me? No. That's dumb. No. And, like, I started laughing really hard because I've never been so sure of something based off a reaction in my life. It's like walking in on someone saying, I didn't murder him, but, like, he's just covered in blood. Like, it's yeah. me. Me. It's very blatantly it's like a dinosaur. him. It was also, like, by that point, my my second youngest brother was in high school and definitely not wiping his birds on the wall. I'm in college and not doing process, it. process, there was literally, it was either the dog yeah. or... Unless the dog was doing it the or... The dog doesn't have hands. We came over for Warp Tour that one time and I was like, are those boogers on the wall? And you were like, <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean, we were in college yeah. at that point. Yeah, so like it was either him, the dog, or... My older brother, like that lives in Philly, was coming home just to wipe butters on the wall. So <laughs> I'll show them. <laughs> Which I guess it's a possibility. I don't want to say it's not, but I feel like it was at that point in time. My youngest brother was probably yeah. By uh, again, I don't want to judge a book by his cover, but if I were to line up your family like one of those profile things, like. Do you recognize the perpetrator here? <laughs> I'd look at Ben and be like, oh, yeah, that's that was him. him. That was him. I don't even know for sure, but I can just tell. I wouldn't be picked on that jury. <laughs> yeah, he looks guilty. He looks guilty. Look at him. <laughs> He's picking his nose right now. <laughs> ben has just always been like a goofy kid. Like everything, I remember that one time we came over and he got a new bike. And he was riding it around, like hopping up and down on it. Like <laughs> He was in middle school. Like. Those little kids are weird. Yeah. <laughs> such, a, such a weird age. Do you remember that? No, I do. Like, for me, your little brother has not aged, and now all of a sudden he's in high school. It was literally elementary school. Fourth grade, fourth grade, fourth grade, fourth grade. Freshman. <laughs> <laughs> little old man boy. Yeah. So, I like to update people on our social media just because i think it's funny and also we only have like two followers at this point so no one's really seeing it anyways but i spend not a whole lot of time but i enjoy doing it so i like bringing it up when i'm here so is this instagram or twitter uh more twitter twitter's the twitter's the fun one to reach out to random people it's like it's a very faceless twitter because you can't really (laughs) tell like who's posting it or why they're posting it but it just looks like someone's just harassing people which it it's what it is so this week, I there's been a couple of people I got in touch with this week about being on the show. Let's see, talk about that one. So, very prominent Democratic voice, Representative Alexandra Cortez. I got in touch with her. So um, that's her name. Yes, I remember we were trying to figure it out. Last AOC. Time. Hey, AOC. you seem to have a lot of big opinions on things. I'm not sure what those things are, but you should pop on the show and clear stuff up. Hashtag politics. Hashtags. I think. Hashtag. Hashtag. You go, girl. <laughs> And then we have this one for World Water Day. My best memories of water is when the ice would melt and water down my dad's drinks. 
And oh, I got in touch with Shaq. At Shaq, why hello there? Want to be on a podcast in our basement? It's got a high ceiling, and after breathing enough, after breathing in enough carbon monoxide, you may even hallucinate seeing the general. <laughs> Yeah, if he does those commercials, I can actually do. Hey, what's up, guys? Just say, I think he just like he has a lot of free time and he does all sorts of like. <laughs> I'm here for table in the basement. I just saw a picture of him with Rob Gronkowski on his shoulders, and Rob Gronkowski looked like a midget. What's up, Rob? Rest in peace, Rob Gronkowski. Little people. <laughs> Rest in peace, Rob. Send a PC. Um, dear Oprah, how do you feel about podcast hosting in basements? If your answer is anywhere close to what my denial assumes it is, I have a great guest speaker opportunity for you. You can even pull Dr. Oz out of the storage closet you left him in after your show wrapped up. <laughs> um, and then today was um, hashtag Tuesday thoughts was a trending hashtag. Um, if I were half the man The Rock was, then I'd be a severed torso. That life would come with its own list of adversities. <laughs> and then I think I hashtag released the full Mueller reports on that one. <laughs> Wait, the what? Release the full Mueller reports, because that was also trending. So, two birds with one stone. And then there's some guy named, like, John Legary or something that, like, keeps showing up on my feed that I don't follow, but I think he's, like, the CEO of, like, Verizon or... Did he pay for his kids to get into school? T-Mobile. He's, like, I think, like, he just, like, it's, like, a constant ad, but he's... The CEO of T-Mobile, so I figured since it shows up so often, I get in touch with him, too. It's like, at John, your stuff keeps showing up in my feed, which makes me assume that the universe wants you to be on our podcast. It takes place pretty deep in the woods, so it's ripe to be claimed by a cell phone service provider. And then hashtag, who are you? Well, speaking of the college thing, did you guys see the news article about Dr. Dre? His daughter got into USC. He posted a picture, I think, on Twitter, which I didn't know you could post pictures on there. Um, Mm -hmm. And then... He was like, he had to pull it off because he's like, oh yeah, I forgot I gave a $70 million donation. <laughs> and basically that's bribery. Yeah, it was, it was not, one of those, like it wasn't directly for her like acceptance into the school. A couple years before, like before she had even graduated high school, he had made like a donation to the, to the campus and they made like this building dedicated to business or something. So... There were people bringing that up. My thing is, it's like you kind of he just forgot. Oh yeah, I donated like seventy million. It's like he's worth quite a bit. Like well, he didn't used to be, but he I think sold because his of headphones beats. for yeah. like a billion. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was worth millions as a producer, but I think he's now in the billions. Beats surely helped that. I don't see Beats that often anymore. I think Apple he sold it, it to Apple. Oh, is that why? For okay. like as at least a billion. I mean, Apple came out with a credit card yesterday, and it reminded me. I mean, Billy from the Fire Festival has to be behind it because it's made out of metal. <laughs> so, that Billy, you actually get a card? Like, there is a physical card. You if eventually? you want it, yeah, like well, as obviously. a backup. Like, it's all based on Apple Pay. Yeah. But if you want it as a backup, there's a physical card. Okay. Because um, all I saw was the Apple Pay card. part that it was linked to that, and I was like, so do you get a piece of plastic? I mean, I read the article. Apple's big thing is basically we're not a bank, so like. We're not trying to, like, really... Pro- I mean, they're profiting off of it, but they're not... No, that's yeah. not their sole purpose. Hmm. So, I mean... Well, what's the purpose, then? <laughs> 2% cash back is Yeah. It, oh, does it? I think it has 2% cash back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it has better cash back and benefits and it's free, like, I would consider signing up for it. It's no different than any other credit card at that point. If it's yeah. free, it's just the benefits. But I do want to give a shout-out to Dr. Dre because he's basically doing what Josh and I, our game plan is... 
come up with some random idea that people want and then just cash out and walk off into the sunset. That's the plan. Rest in peace, Dr. Dre. That's the plan. Sleeping, I mean. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hopefully he's sleeping. He's lounging on the beach sleeping. Rest in peace. That's like a really dumb product that just sells really well for some reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. Like, why couldn't I have come up with Tesla? <laughs> Elon Musk. Like, like, what really? was I thinking? I'm so dumb. You were stuck on trying to make cars out of water and not electric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had the whole, the whole plan mapped out down here. Yeah, you got your toolbox ready and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, well. So what shirt did you wear on Monday? Uh, none of those, none actually. Of those? Yeah, that's just some laundry that... I mean... It's supposed to, it's all clean and could go up in my closet, but it's like, why pick things up to take them down? So since the coal furnace dries out the basement, is that considered dry cleaning or not? In a way. In a way. I think it, I think it is. I let them air dry down here. So did you hear that, uh, (laughs) we were joking about the carbon monoxide. I came home to a, uh, alarm going off and a toxic levels... That's not how you explained it to me, though. You explained it to me uh, as if I had an animal, I'd have a dead animal. Well, yeah. No, it's so true. But, I mean, like, I came in, and the first thing I was like, boy, I could really use a nap right now. Like, I just felt pretty tired. What's kind of funny about it is, like, after it happened, like, retroactively, I was, like, looking at, like, old podcast stuff. And, like, even the most recent one we posted, like, we, we referenced it a lot leading up to it. It actually <laughs> happened. Very, there was like a very defined like lead up into there actually being like a carbon monoxide problem in here. So, yeah. Well, thankfully Sorry. everything's okay. So, should be good for the rest of the year. What about you, Mike? Do you have a topic? Um, not off the top of my head. I'll muster up one though. All right, Luke. I got something. All right. Unrealistic childhood fears. Hmm. I feel like you have one, so why don't you lead off? Or he doesn't have one, he's just curious. Yeah, I just, I actually, I don't have one. I can start off. I mean, I just, so, I mean, I've always been... I figured you guys would have one. (laughs) You guys seem like a frightening bunch. Ghosts and stuff have always gotten me. Okay. Um, So, my fiancé and I just bought a house... Um, it's twice the size of the one we used to live in, so there's a lot of nooks and crannies. Um, so yeah, that fear still gets me, but I don't really believe in that stuff now. I know it's just all fake, and it's all just a figment. Like, my furnace makes a lot of weird noises, and we have old hot water radiators that go, and make weird (laughs) noises. So, yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, being home alone, I haven't had to experience that in this house yet, so that will probably get me, but... Yeah, that's always been one, but I don't really let that get to me, even though I'm kind of explaining it as it still gets to me. Huh. <laughs> as far as, like, with Ghost Co., like, I get, I think a lot of people experience this. Like, if you stay up too late, like, you just feel paranoid just from being tired. Yeah. And, I mean, like, meth- I noticed, methamphetamines can do that, too. That might be it. Yeah. I also might be doing too much meth, but, like, I realize right now that most of the places I've lived, I've had that weird paranoia pop up. Except the one life of time that I lived in a funeral home. 
Like, there was never a point where, like, I, like, yeah, I was, I, when I was going to school to be a funeral director, I lived in a funeral home and worked there, and, like, I n- never remember ever, like, being paranoid in that way when I lived there for some reason. Okay. I don't know. Just a really random... Jared, you grew up in an old house that ever fear of yours? No. Like, not at all. Like, people have asked me, like, oh, do you hear any weird noises? Is it, like, haunted? Because, I mean, it is pre-Civil War, and two of the sons fought and died in it. Like, died in the Civil War. So, I guess it would be, like, an ideal house to have activity. But, no, I've had none, none of that at all. I'm trying to think. I think I mentioned this before, but tornadoes freaked me out. Yeah. Like, one yeah. time a tornado went through where I lived, and, like, after that, like, I always thought that was gonna be more of a problem than, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, I always had an unrealistic expectation that tornadoes were, like, Every time there was a thunderstorm, there was a tornado somewhere. My mom always told me it sounded like a train, so I'd, like, go to the windows and listen. <laughs> Don't hear any trains. Like, me, like, I would just, like, look outside, and if it was, like, really windy, like, I would start to, like, panic. I'm like, oh, no, it's here. Yeah. Like, it's, like, really sunny. I'm like, it's this. Like, I guess this is windy. one I have that's not really rational, but, like, I've always been nervous if I'm near, like, a ledge or, like, somewhere where there's, like, a drop-off. Not because, like, I'm a necessarily afraid of heights, but I feel like I'm either going to jump off or fall off. Like, slip, like, you're like you'll slip or lose your balance or something. Or I'm just going to jump off. Like anytime I like got near the edge, at, like the Grand Canyon, it was like, oh, I, I, could, I could totally just jump off right now. Well, that's because you that, were a lifeguard and most of your time was di- based around a diving board. That's a normal thing to think, though. Like on ledges or like when you're driving your car, like everybody oh, thinks, yeah, I last can night, the wheel and slam into this guy. Like everybody Last that. night, one There's of my no, dreams, it was, it was like a road that had no shoulder and was just a straight drop off. And all the entire time, all I could think was, I, I'm going to fall. <laughs> or I'm going to jump off this. I had a really weird dream lately. It prominently featured Jared and Mike. So, like, during the summer, Jared and I, like, Jared, Mike, and I, like, we run a lot. Like, we go on, like, trail runs and stuff. And I had this dream that we were trying to go somewhere for a trail run, but, like, there was some big event happening, and there was this really rude guy that wouldn't let us go there. And then, like, he started to, like, push us to make us leave. And then I remember he punched Mike in the face, and then we beat him up. I remember it was being. I remember it being really satisfying. Like I woke up feeling. Good was it that satisfying that you beat him up or me getting punched in the face? No, like I was satisfying that we as a group. Yes. <laughs> so, so was it like a successful dream fight, or is it one of those where like your punches are really like slow? No, like you're like punching in water. Yeah. No, like as a group, we wrecked this guy. It was. Oh, well, that's. Satisfying. It was exciting. Like as like I've never felt so close to a group of friends. <laughs> like, we, in, like was <laughs> it a fair fight, or did we just straight up gang up on him? <laughs> oh, we destroyed him in like the least fair way possible. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, because that's if good. I've ever had a dream with a fight in it. It's always like I, I like I don't. I don't know how to use my arms. I've had my arms just like fall. I know what you're talking about. I have dreams where like I'm running races or like I'm running in like a marathon, like I can't make my legs move, so like I'm crawling. (laughs) Do do you ever have the dream where your one leg is longer than your other? (laughs) (laughs) This is weird. I guess I do all the time. Okay. As a kid, again, I think it was overactive imagination, but in the middle of the night, if I woke up, I would like see shadow people or shadow creatures oh yeah and like it would like literally dangle along the one windowsill and one time it like crawled along the floor and went into my bed so it's like like i said i think it was an overactive imagination but man you were actually experiencing ghosts for about like six or seven months i would i would run over to my parents room like (laughs) each night I, i was terrified i keep seeing this post come back up on reddit and it's a tweet but it's uh, basically like I thought the Bermuda Triangle was going to be a bigger deal when I was an adult. 
They played that up so much when we were kids. Uh, it turned out, eh, no, there's nothing really special about it. Planes and ships disappear. Just happens to. It's a big ocean. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens to be as many got documented there and not other places. I mean, like, if you look at the news lately, like, planes are, like, disappearing and wrecking, like, in, like, Oh, well, they're not. Tools. Yeah, yeah. Just what it is. How about you, Luke? What's that? What's your childhood fear? What's my childhood fear? Yeah, you, you stalled, so. <laughs> I, again, like, thunderstorms and tornadoes were a big one for me. Okay. Uh, I also thought, like, on the, along the same lines of, like, the Bermuda Triangle, I thought volcanoes were, like, a way bigger mm, deal yeah. than they actually are. <laughs> It's like I thought volcanoes. Could I don't just, think like, there's been a volcano since we were in elementary school. No. that has erupted really. Uh, I mean, there's been erupt like over in Hawaii yeah. recently. constantly, but in Europe somewhere, like in the last couple of years, that like yeah, there was one in Iceland. Pompeii. Yeah. I thought that like just like mountains could just like randomly turn into volcanoes though. Like, uh, okay. my, my geography yeah. was pretty weak. Yeah. Or geology, I guess. <laughs> no, you just got to well, like, like uh, a little right. bit of both. One of those keywords. Yeah. I have a topic. All right. Okay, without saying the subject, name your top five. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think. Let's go. In descending order, we have barbecue sauce, hot sauce, um... Like buffalo, ranch, and spicy ranch. Favorite condiments? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, crashing at a high speed. Rejection. Heights. Bears. And. Beats Battlestar Galactic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and. Not meeting expectations. Fetishes? <laughs> Close. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I'm wrong. <laughs> Top five fears. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah. Fetishes, fears. Let's yeah. Fetishes. Yeah. They both start with F. Geography, geology. <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking of your top five right now? I'm trying to. <laughs> Could you tell by my uh, looking <laughs> up at your ceiling, my brain thinking? I got another one. Um, the Boiler, Mike, Jared, myself, Luke. Top five things in the basement. No, it's the order from right to left. We're sitting. <laughs> Top five things in the basement. <laughs> Doubling down. It's at the bottom. No, that was descending again. Oh, okay. Or if it was us. I mean, the Boiler is important. <laughs> so the Boiler is the most important. Where do you rate the Boiler among your friends? Um, uh, well, I would say, like... It makes top ten, but more toward the bottom. <laughs> it's important, but I wonder who's... So is it definitely not at the bottom? Is there, like, one or two of your friends that are below the boiler? <laughs> there probably is. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna name names, but... I mean, if I were to guess, like, there'd probably be some people where... Oh, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while, but, boy, I really need this boiler. <laughs> Hot water's really I did cool. this hot water heater really bad. Hey, I think you're neat, but hot water's also cool. Yeah. So. Deer, raccoons, ducks, dogs, bear. Favorite animals. Yes. <laughs> I am so good at this game. I was going to say meat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> also might know. <laughs> All right. Vanilla, chocolate, 
strawberry, butter pecan, cake batter. Reese's. <laughs> no. All right, so vocals, guitar, xylophone, drums, bass. Instruments in a band or? Instruments in an attic. Yes. <laughs> we used to be in a band, and those were our assorted. Our, uh, I think we've mentioned that our MySpace page is, uh, oh, what's that? Four, what, five, seven sweaty guys? In motto. Our MySpace motto is eight, eight sweaty, sweaty guys, guys in an attic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So I don't think we've ever brought up this, ever brought up Belfon Express. Is this the time? Well, Are we getting it out there? This is where we become famous? Here we go. So this may be the end of several people's employments, but it's all right. <laughs> how did we start? How did we start this? We keep ourselves anonymous anyway. <laughs> we started this out probably. We don't even. It was we after high school, been, wouldn't it? It, it was, was in. It the idea happened in high in school. In high school, like it was. Was it senior year? Yeah. Okay. The, yeah, the idea yeah. started by we were at Physics Day, and Josh took a picture of what me. Is physics Day. Clarify. Okay. Uh, <laughs> physics Day for it's those of you who topic. don't know. Our high school physics class, we took a trip to an amusement park, and the whole idea was you ride, like, a roller coaster and measure the force. Mm-hmm. And, and basically, you, you ride rides and collect data, and then based off those, you, you do, like, a scientific... You make a hypothesis, and then you test it by riding the rides. Basically, it's an excuse for, for five minutes, you have to wear this thing and ride it. The rest of it's just a fun day at the amusement It's a really cool concept, but, like, the whole paper thing was, like, everybody's going to do it on the bus, and everyone's going to cheat, probably, but... No, everyone worked together. Okay, so now... Okay, so we were at Physics Day. Josh kept pretending to pass out on all the rides that's where that started that was that's really funny another side note that's a really fun game like yeah. go to like a like get, go to an amusement park and get on a ride and like pretend to pass out and just like see how long you can hold up the people behind you alright uh, well that's really funny another side story uh, <laughs> do, you, do you want another side story yeah we were at uh, our senior trip and we were getting on this roller coaster and Josh passed out coming back <laughs> into the terminal um so he was laying there, and it was one of those roller coasters where the harnesses come up over top of you. <laughs> and he was just laying there, and I was trying, I was right next to him, and my face was probably so red from trying not to laugh. All these people in the station are just like, with their mouth hanging open, jaws on the floor, like, oh my gosh, this kid. So Josh really plays it well and makes the the workers come over and pull him out. And then, like, I, I fell to the ground really hard. I remember, like, I <laughs> cut open my knee from falling over. Yeah, you took your glasses off, and you were holding your glasses yeah. in your hand, and you crawled on all fours to... I crawled over to a trash can, <laughs> and then, like, I limped away. But, like, if you're paying attention, like, after I got out of eye shot, like, I just, like, I transitioned to normal really fast. But, yeah, you were, like, the... What's that called where the caveman grows... Or the ape grows into... <laughs> oh, the, the evolution. Yeah, the yeah. evolution. Yeah. Eight. yeah. Funny thing with that, like, as we were leaving, like, they actually did call a medical guy because, like, I passed him walking out. <laughs> you were, like, wow, that went way farther than what I thought it was going to because, like, everybody at the station was still had their draws on the ground. Like, should we even get on this thing if that kid reacted that way? <laughs> yeah, like, trying to convince people not to get on. Oh, this is too intense. Okay, back to physics yep. days. So, so back to physics, Dad. Another side story is <laughs> we're like a group of us. Yeah, the rest of the podcast yeah, <laughs> is no, side no, stories. We're good. We're good. So we're, good. we're in line. I forget who was there, but we're in line for one of those like flyer things where you can like control the way it's moving by the, the uh, paddle. Yeah. yeah. But it's spinning yeah. around in circles. We're in line. I think there's like six cars, six or eight cars. There's six or eight of us in line, whatever the amount was. 
it was a bunch of kids from our school and then this one random like Mexican guy. <laughs> so we all go in and get on our separate car except Mark and uh, if I say the name Chevy, you might know the opposite yeah. of that. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm talking yeah. about? Okay. Yeah. So Mark, instead of getting in his own car... Squeezes in with this Mexican guy. <laughs> so it's just one empty car, and these two are stuck in this tiny little flyer thing. And he just sits next to him, and the guy just looks at him like, "What are you doing?" Was this the time that Josh fake passed out that whole ride too? That was a different. No, this same was ride, a- different. Same ride, different go through. Because I also Wait, got on that. That is, I can see Mark just, <laughs> yeah, he just pops in, <laughs> he just the, pops in. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, hey what's up?" And the guy just looks at him like, "Why?" <laughs> And they just ride the ride together. <laughs> I forget who had their hand on the control thing. Well, yeah, Josh, you fake passed out on that rocket ship thing too. Yeah. And like, no, like as we were going around, like I was like looking like I was like I was trying to be like a seven year old. Like I was way too excited. I was like jumping around, and then like it got out, like it went around the ride, and like it got out your guys' sight. And then when it came back around, like I was like passed out. You were laying over the side of the rocket, and the guy did could care less. He was shaking his head. Yeah, the guy controlling the ride seemed just like he wasn't having it. Well, it's just uh, just another day, and the whole day, like I was doing like this really nasally, like high pitched voice. <laughs> the nasal I have not heard that voice. I since was like talking like this. I'm like, "Hey guys, wait for me. We gotta go on this ride." Just to sound as, <laughs> like as nerdy as possible, and like there was a couple other schools there too. And every time, like I would do it by other schools, like they would laugh really hard at me. Like it was like at my expense, but like the level, like the layers were just so deep. Like, hey, Mike, let's go with the bumper cars. <laughs> <laughs> you did like a high pitched one, and it would squeak. <laughs> I did it so much where, like, I destroyed my throat to the point that, like, I got, like, a really bad, like, infection, like, the days following, just from, like, my voice being that scratched up from doing, like, a nasally high-pitched voice. (laughs) Dumb. Just dumb. Uh, uh, Anyway. But great. Anyway. So, Josh took a picture, because you had a... I had a camera. Digital camera, I think. I brought a camera. Um, And you took a picture of me, Colin, and Tyler, um, I think in that order... Or maybe yeah, you were in front, and then Colin. It was Tyler's basically like in the back. if you would take a picture of Abbey Road looking straight on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's is how it, is how it looked. It was really professional. Like yeah, um, like accidentally a little unintentional. Cool. Yeah. So I think that's where it ended for that day. And then yeah. you went back and looked at the pictures and said, "This looks like an album cover." Yeah, somebody Let's said call it looks like song. an album cover, and then like, "Hey, we should like make a band." And we're like, "All right," like we were trying to think of a name, and like. I wanted it to be a name that had zero meaning whatsoever because at that point we were like in literature classes where everything had meaning. So I'm like, you know what? Let's do something that has zero meaning. So we're like, there's a town that I know of called Belfont, and Express seems like a word. So Belfont Express was the name we picked. And if you look that up on Google Images, I think all that shows up is some train. Some train from <laughs> Bel- from the town that I knew existed. Something yeah, I, it was when we did the Google. It was like. Okay, we're good. I don't see anything that people would confuse this with. Not that people will know what this is. <laughs> Not that it matters, but... So, yeah, like, I made, like, a fake album cover and, like, made up some fake song titles. And, like, there was, like, this CD with fake things for a fake band with a really cool album cover. And, like, that's what it was for... About a, a year. year or two. Yeah. A sophomore year that we actually started Yeah, because Tyler and I just well, thought of a r- bunch of random and then ideas. I want to say it was our, uh, the summer after our freshman year of college... We all, like, met up on, like, summer nights after work and uh, just started kind of jamming in uh, Mike's old attic. We had a drum kit, which is now in Jared's basement. True. That's kind of how it started. Logan, Eric, and I had guitars and a drum kit. Yeah. 
Logan was by far the most talented out of the three of us, and probably out of the whole gang. At oh, that yeah. point, Jared was the most talented. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we had oh, yeah. talent, and we had ideas. So Tyler and I worked at a nursing home as groundskeepers, and we came up with tit- song titles kind of based on everybody's jobs or people we saw at work. And then Josh is by far the best writer of the group. Scored a 10 out of 12 on his SATs. I did. That doesn't mean anything to probably anybody, but at the time... Oh, it you was, wrote it on a Full House episode. I did. I wrote an essay on a Full House. I wrote an essay about Full House. The prompt was, do people that are similar make better friends or people that are different? So like, I used Jesse, Joey, and Danny as my source, and like, I got a 10 out of 12, which is really, really good. And I rub it in the face of lots of people that were far smarter than I am. And, and scored <laughs> higher, like, SAT-wise. But Overall like, score, yeah, but my essay. Take that writing portion. Shove it. Yeah. <laughs> take that, guys. The portion that no one cares about. So you kind of wrote lyrics. Only background I think we gave you was the song title. Like, our writing process was we would have a song title, and I would be given, like, a very loose idea of what the song title meant. One was called Lemonhead, and it was based on this girl that Tyler and I saw at not the place that we worked. Um, <laughs> I just, I, it probably doesn't matter, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, uh, yeah no, it's Anyway, safe. the place that we worked, uh, we passed by this one girl, and she was in the kitchen cutting lemons. So Lemonhead. we came up with this <laughs> song named Lemonhead. Uh, and Josh, that was all of the story he had, and he wrote a song. And then we had another one called Monkey, based on another girl that had bigger cheeks. And uh, Josh, that was all he had, and he wrote a whole song. I didn't to write it. Monkey. Oh, you didn't? That was, oh, that, that was, was spontaneous, Tyler. wasn't it? That that was, yeah, yeah, that was kind of just spontaneous around a campfire. So basically, we got uh, Luke had like an audio interface, Man. and we we did like it was a pretty. Uh, Pretty hodgepodge, kind of. Thrown together. Luke was the most talented on the audio. But, I (laughs) mean, for kind of just doing it a very old school, amateur way, it turned out pretty good. A few of them turned out surprisingly well for the circumstances. The ones where we didn't split the tracks and record individual (laughs) instruments and we just kind of sat at different distances from the microphone in the room turned out We would play a couple times and it'd be like, okay, you move the bass amp back further, drums be as far away as possible. Well, and the crazy thing is like, like the super like old original albums, that's how they did it. They'd have yeah, a room yeah, and they'd like, like position stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the which is, best recordings we had. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, I thought our setup was really funny early on too because like we would have like a corner that we would like make people go to and like we had like a bed sheet around that corner. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Luke's recording corner. <laughs> Try to kill the, uh, the Yeah, reverb. we also had a... Okay guys, he's tracking right now. Try not to yeah. laugh because we had a condenser that picked anything up. Like, if you like sniffled... You sneezed. Farted. Yeah, anything. (laughs) The best was we tried, we came up with this song called Golden Leg, and we tried to do synchronized clapping at the end. (laughs) That was by far probably the most difficult thing we did in the entire running of the band. The first four claps were on point, and then the We made it one bar. The last six or seven, it just starts to, yeah, stutter. It's almost like we were on a, like, a dimmer. Yeah. We would also, have been better off just tracking one well, clap and we, multiplying we just, it or something. We could have just duplicated it. I'm not yeah. sure why I didn't think of that little pitch shift thing. A similar time when we tried, during Lifeguard, the first time we recorded this one song called Lifeguard, we tried to do a harmonizing part. 
and it came out so remarkably poor. Which part was that? It was, when we go, okay, so we were uh, yeah. literally we're tracking it, and I forget who said, "Oh, dude, this is gonna sound sick. Let's just have all eight of us like harmonize." And we we're all like, "Ooh, he's a lifeguard." Get closer to the mic so we can get the full effect. Ooh, he's a lifeguard. It sounded awful. <laughs> I think I remember Luke coming in after, like, Luke was, like, our editing guy. Like, he came in afterwards, like, I didn't have to listen to this. He just kind of shook his head, like, that one's not going to work. It's not going to make it. I think it made it, though. I think it's still in the original. That one had, like, four versions. We did an acoustic version. Then we re-recorded it again, and it's still kind of... And instead of saying, ooh, we said, oh, Oh, I think. And that one wasn't as aggressive. (laughs) That one one sounded a little better, but it didn't. Yeah, it was the ooh that came out, like... Like a raspy smoker breath. We we should definitely re-record that. Yeah, we, we need to remaster like we, the whole album. Like, oh, man, now that no. we've talked about it, I guess it's okay to bring. Like, we still like we have things we've done with it recently. Like, we're still like we still play around with it. Like, it's super fun still. But and for those of you, so I think it's funny how recently in the media we've heard about past tweets and posts coming back to haunt people. <laughs> This is actually a true story. None of us have had that issue because we kind of, through this Belfont Express, already experienced it. So one of the guys in the group, he would come here and there when he could. But his name, his name was on the credits. And uh, oh, yeah. the one day he's showing up to interview for an internship for his major. And uh, the guy comes in. Yeah, uh, what... What is a uh, mad butthole? <laughs> and I guess he got so red. Eric just he just he's like I froze. I I was stunned. He, at least he he was able to get the internship. It ended up not being frowned upon. And he has an extremely serious job now and that job didn't ask for it, which is so weird. Yeah. I think we well, we removed we names removed at that point, but like but we actually, technically, that was something from years ago that yeah. would have came back to haunted. Apparently, yeah. It's funny, because, like, yeah, Mad Butthole was a song that Tyler wrote. Like, yeah, like, the lyrics were either, for the most part, wrote by Tyler and I, with, like, a couple of different um, exceptions to it. But, like, Mad Butthole was a song where, like, Tyler just started saying this catchphrase, Mad Butthole, which is supposed to be, like, something that was, like, really cool. It's like, we wrote, like, an entire song about, like, just, like, using that catchphrase. For all you kids out there, it's the equivalent of dank. Yes. I guess, that, yeah, that's a good, <laughs> solid explanation. Mad Butthole. So that was one of our debut album songs. Yeah, Tyler would, in weird situations, like, if we would say something, like, yo, check that, that out, he'd be like, yo, that's Mad Butthole. Like, it didn't really... <laughs> You'll get this. He did it on the episode before this. Um, what's it? That's epic, bro. Epic gaming moment, that's he said. Like, he was doing a lot of dabbing. Like, you can, like, podcasts are a visual medium, so I'm sure you could tell, like, he was dabbing very hardly. So, like, he was dabbing, saying, like, epic gaming moment. Like, even, like, the hour or two we were hanging out before that, he kept doing that over and over. We confronted him about it. He's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, thought, like, he, we thought he and his girlfriend were having a fall. Yeah, like, he was just, like, emotionally <laughs> breaking down. But, like, it was just, it's just how Tyler is. Yep. <laughs> he was like, I was doing it to make fun of this one kid at work, and now I'm doing it. So, yeah, we had Mad Butthole, and there was... Jared was a lifeguard, so it was a lifeguard song, and, like, I worked at a t-shirt shop at that point, so, like, mine was the t-shirt wizard, and there was, like, songs like Mad Butthole and Lemonhead we mentioned. And Colin worked at a gas station, so his was uh, MTO, MTO for Made to Order. Yeah, Made to Order. Um, 
But yeah, no. The Belfont Express, it was funny to have someone actually have that brought up to them in yeah. an interview. Yeah. It's a fun project. It's kind of like this. Like, we're just trying to do what we want. Like, there's no... We don't have a genre to it either. It's just, like, whatever we want to, like, write at that particular moment or whatever we think is funny at that particular moment, we make a song about. We have some new material. Yeah. Um, Things in the work. What are, what are the two songs we have? Hot Groaner. Hot Groaner. That, one's, one a, that one's a fairly new one. That one's so been that one, the past year. That Hot Groaner years. has essentially replaced Mad Butthole. Um... Basically, if anything's, like... Really, really good or really cool. Or, yeah, like, you serve up a hot groaner. Like, yeah, like, you're playing a sport, and like, you're playing tennis, like, you do a really hard serve, it's a hot groaner. It's a hot groaner. But if you're serving up, like, a good meal, too, that could be a hot groaner. Yeah, like, oh, a hot yeah. groaner coming at you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Belfon Express. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to come up today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured, because we had talked about this, I think we have the perfect group around us to talk about music stuff that's fair like artists um one of the things i had was the album was like top 10 or whatever so i decided to word it here's the situation you uh your house is burning down you can only rescue 10 albums from your music collection we'll assume here that like your digital everything pieces, is physical yeah so like anyone let's make this harder for jared five I mean, we yeah. can if we want to. That's going to make it really hard. harder. Three. Okay. Ten is too many. Five? Yeah. Okay, so we have five. Any, anything you have digital is also physical here. Okay. You have to... You can only rescue five. What are you like, hey, I will risk dying in my house for these albums? So My baby pictures... Um, the no, picture- no, 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 no. <laughs> Photos you said albums. Nothing. You said album, Jerry. Sorry, music albums. My scrapbook... <laughs> From the long summer at summer camp. <laughs> My poems by James Joyce. <laughs> I can do the th- top three pretty easy. It gets it gets pretty hazy after that, though. Kind of five. What's wrong with five? Well, I need more time to think about the other two. Then after that, what? Go ahead, Luke. I'll Say what's on, speak what's on your mind. Does it have Say to be on top, top three? I think we three? could probably scatter to give us more time to think. Yeah, go like, ahead. Just say okay. like one at a time and yeah. So, so, okay, from I, from one to three. Just say three first. Why did first I, three? I'm doing five. Well, we I don't, I don't have the bottom two. You can't just jump. You can't yeah, jump yeah. the gun on this. No, I'm sorry. Do you have time to think? All right, Jared. Do, for, first I have five. time to think all the time. No, I issued the question, so I decide when I answer. I'd rather burn alive while having like thought out the situation than just jump in and like make a poor choice. Like jump in and like grab like a Duran Duran album. Like, I don't like Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make like a Her knee-jerk reaction. Do you have that album just sitting around? I'm sure I do. My parents have all sorts of like <laughs> no, classic your, You're not rescuing your parents' albums, just yours. They have their own top five that they're going to rescue. Or just in general. <laughs> like, what'd you rescue, Josh? Well, I got Soundgarden, Mudvayne, and Duran Duran. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to make that mistake. Like, oh, I got the Dixie Chicks. I don't like country. What but a mistake. I left, left $100,000 in cash in the basement. To <laughs> but I got my five albums. Too bad I didn't take time to think this through. Sorry, Jared. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Luke. You don't have time to number think three. Fire. All right, I got four now, actually. Okay, number four. All right, so and it's, from one to four. I was going to say, you don't have to label them as far as importance. Oh, okay. Just that makes it easier, five. yeah. Yeah. Okay, so first two would be Beggars by Thrice. Okay. I figured a Thrice album yeah, would be. I, I probably would also have to do To Be Everywhere Is To Be Nowhere by Thrice. Oh, oh no, so no. you're doing two, two albums. Thrice. Five, now, the, now the, the catch-up is it would either be To Be Everywhere, Spinoa, or um, Vichu. It would be stuck between that on the second Thrice album. 
Okay. Th- those two are, that's a hard so pick. two of yours go to the same band. Yes. That says tough. a lot about your thought on Thrice. That's yeah. And then, I, I mean, that is strong. I mean, as far as top five, it doesn't really matter if it's top five, just five albums. Right. Yeah, the yeah, five yeah, albums. Yeah. Five I mean, I'm, five sh- I'm sure I'd revise this list like a hundred times if you gave me an hour. Oh, yeah. you, oh, like, oh I would too. First five, I, I was that two, two years ago, Josh Sherrod and I wrote our top favorite songs top at the time. And I found that list. I found mine too. I have mine. It's, I think I threw it away because it was irrelevant now. Yeah. Mine has changed a little bit. It has changed. All right, so beggars to be everywhere, to be nowhere. Third would probably be Devil and God are raging inside me. Okay, Ooh, brand new. Good pick. Good pick. Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably pick Please Come Home by Dustin Kenzer for four, but I don't know what five would be yet. So take time to think. I'm also going to scroll through my iPod as everyone else is doing. Um, yeah, I, this is tough. Knee jerk, like this is like not even knee jerk. Like this is probably some, my some most listened, like straight through. Some healers. I guess we're on that. While I bring this up, I wanted to make like a brief segment detour called Shameless Plugs, where I have friends that do cool things, and one of them is Ty from Utah that we mentioned. He has a band called Healers. Check it out. It's pretty good. It's like alternative rocky sort of a little bit of folk stuff mixed in there. At least from what I hear in it, I'm really, I'm like, I'm not literally genre illiterate, so I don't actually know what anything is, but from what my ear hears, it sounds like it's alternative, but... Have they released anything other than that first album? Because I really yes, like the first one. Yeah, they have. Cool. Yeah, he's released, I think, an album since then, and I think he's working on new stuff recently. And he said he might send us a mix sometime soon to show on the show. So. Oh, that'd be cool. Well, I guess play on the show, not show, because... Show on the show? It's a podcast, but... So, yeah, there's... Check out Healers. Good stuff. Um, but, yeah, one of the ones I would definitely bring... This is technically an EP, but Universal Language by Andrew Vivaldi is one of my... Okay. Probably most consistently good... listened straight through. Like, it's only four songs, and, like, I wanted to bring this guy up before. He's, this is, like, in a very specific genre where it's, like, progressive metal instrumental, so there's no lyrics, but, like, the lyrics are replaced by, like, really, really impressive guitar parts, and this guy named Angel does it, and, like, it's a fantastic, fantastic collection of songs. Very, very good. So that would absolutely be one of mine. Jared? Oh, are we going one by one? I'm still trying to think. So if you have more than one, or if Mike has more than one, go ahead. Did you I... do all of yours, Luke? Luke has one more. Okay. Uh, I do have one more. Well, we'll do a recap at the end to, like, finalize your five picks. So I'll pick one of mine right now. Um, as far as an album would go, I would definitely have to take uh, Hospice by The Antlers. To me, that's, like, just one of the... I'm I'm a sucker for a concept album, like an album that is all linked and tells like a story. And I don't know, to me it's like I've listened to that album countless times now at this point over the years since like uh, friends at school introduced me to the Antlers. So that's definitely one I would pick. Mike? Um. Um, Does it start with Mud on the Tires by Brad Paisley? No. Uh, well, then your list is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the wrong stuff, then. Yeah. Um, I guess first would be In Utero by Nirvana. Okay. That's a... Nice. Um, the next is a band that kind of really got me into the punk in high school, which would be The Upsides by The Wonder Years. Oh. That one really pushed me into that genre. Um, and 
I'm a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, so Stadium Arcadium. Um, so really, I got three discs out of that, Jared. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of, you get more bang for your buck. Um, probably, oh, I can't remember. I think it's Room on Fire by The Strokes. I think that's the right one. Which album are you t- like? Which album cover are you thinking of? The uh, I can pull it up quick. Um. Yeah. So I said the Strokes. So Room on Fire. Yep, that's it. That's the one with Reptilia and whatever happened and all oh, okay. that. Yeah. Um, I love that album. And then, honestly, my fifth. I might have to wait on that. But I have another one if you want to keep thinking. Yeah, go ahead. So, <clears throat> I love Reliant K. It's a really goofy pop punk band from, like, back when, like, we were in, like, middle school. And, like, from 2008 and before, they were probably one of my top bands. Anytime after that, it kind of went to crap, but... <laughs> Are they still making music? They're still making I music. It's not wrong. nearly as... I don't like it anywhere near as much, but... Gotcha. Just my own personal taste, but they have one of their albums... It's, the album title is Mm-hmm, spelled M-M-H-M-M, like you're like agreeing with something. That would be one of them. Like, I think I love all their stuff from that time, but that particular album, just like straight through, is just so strong for me. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be my Reliant K pick. I'm sorry, which one did you pick? I was... Mm-hmm, by Reliant K. Oh, uh, okay. Is that a good album? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So how many are you up to? I'm at two. I forget the right. album name. My fifth will be uh, the one with flore- Fluorescence Adolescence by with Arctic Monkeys. I forget what they has Brainstorm on it, and there's a bunch of good ones on that, but I can't remember the name of it. There's a picture of a house. And you guys have Arctic Monkeys? No, <laughs> like, it's so hard to... I only have AM on my phone. I don't have... I, I have I AM have, and the new one, but I don't I have... I just have AM. I don't have... Uh, which, actually, if you look at the AM album cover... AM is actually in there. It's a bunch of squiggly lines. It's a sound wave. But if you look closely, right where... It's, it looks like a pair of glasses at the sound wave. Right yeah. where the nose piece is, there's a little AM in the squiggly. Cool. And if you look at their band name, AM, Arctic Monkeys, AM's in the morning. Where are you going? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. That was, I, a, uh, that was a dementia detour. That was uh, sorry. Favorite, favorite worst <laughs> nightmare is that. Favorite worst nightmare is that album. Those are my five. All right, so I've only picked one so far, so if I were to pick a second one right now, I'm going to go with uh, Vespertine by Bjork. Um, Bjork. She's got a lot of great albums, and it's tough for me to pick just one out of the... uh, Is she up to ten right now? Nine or ten? But Vespertine's my personal favorite, so I think I definitely would, in the heat of the moment, take that. Is this the quick stuff, or the, is this stuff for a minute longer? Uh, this is the longer aged. Okay. For those of you wondering what that was, our friend Luke here made some... Mead. Mead. Yeah. Yeah, can yeah. someone open mine? Because, like, I really tend to just, like, try to pry it open with my hands, just, but just pop I on made the table. this mistake countless times, and I just I end up with, like, hurt fingers. This is going to put me in the mood for Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> That's, all That's Skyrim. I think when you told me, hey, Luke made some mead, was, what was he... Playing Oblivion, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I love honey. That's all you okay, do good. in that game. You go into like a dark dungeon, the, and all, all there is is just meat. meat, meat. <laughs> the, the, Meated um, yeah. You kill a bear, and like for some reason, just like has a bunch of meat on the person. What the hell? It's been very divisive, where people either like it or hate it. I like it. It's good. I'm a big honey guy. 
I like my honey. So I guess my third pick, I was thinking about it. There's a band called Phineas. It's one it's it's my favorite band. If I had to like actually sit down and like think about it. Um They're like a metalcore band, if you're not into that scene and you're probably even amongst like metalcore bands that have been popular, Phineas has gotten a decent following, but not like nearly as big as like the Devil's Prod or August Burns Red. So that's the band and the album is The God Machine. Very, very strong album for me. Um just straight through it's really good. Like instrumentally, like I like technical stuff and that's what it is. It's very technical. Like a lot of the stuff in that genre is like kinda chuggy and not doesn't really stand out, but like You would love the band Dragon Force. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Dragon Force, it's the best, but I like yeah. Dragons. The God Machine by Phineas. Can you imagine um, dragons? Instrumentally really strong. Lyrically, I appreciate good lyrics and like this is like it's Christian metal, which I appreciate as a Christian. I think it's cool to like have a band that's not nothing wrong with like the contemporary scene in that, but like it's nice to like have like more gritty and real stuff to me. So the God Machine would be my third pick. For anybody wondering, uh Jared, Luke, and I all have phones that has our music. Josh is actually holding an iPod. He's touch. holding an iPod. <laughs> touch. He has a phone yes. and an iPod touch here. Well, the problem is, I have an iPod, an iPhone five, which only has like eight gigs of memory. But like, I have Same like here. I have like thirty gigs of music. I'm so, not saying there's anything yeah. wrong with it. Just <laughs> oh, like, everybody's yeah. probably imagining it's you really funny it from at the phone. school. It's just like kids right. aren't used to iPods. Like they see with the iPod touch, like that's a really small phone. I'm like, yeah, yeah sure. So how? <laughs> What's many? impressive is it still works because mine just like farted out. Oh it's, yeah, mine's dead. It has like this spot at the top corner with like dead pixels, but like sometimes the dead pixels get smaller, but then it gets bigger again. I don't <laughs> know what's happening. My iPod awesome. touch for the last six months of its life. Uh, <laughs> only the, the voice command worked because I dropped it. I dropped it full speed out of a golf cart while ripping through at work. Um, so for the last six months, I had it. It was pretty much just voice command. So and it was stuck on shuffle, so I couldn't really listen to an album in a direct order. I would just like pick an artist, or I would just tell my iPod to play music. But then it got to the point where. Uh, the entire screen broke off and I had to press down with all my force to get the touch command to start <laughs> and then finally it just kicked the bucket. What was the one that it always messed up when you would ask it? Oh, I would Touché say uh, uh, Siri, play Touche Amour. Play Touche Amore. I like eventually it did break and like it was funny, like, having to, like, control an iPod from, like, the passenger seat while, like, yelling into it. But what was even funnier was, like, his adjustment to it was just, like, getting his, like, his Mac. And just, like, his <laughs> Mac was, like, his I would iPod. set up my Mac. <laughs> I would... Because if you... You can't close the lid or the thing would shut off. So I had it up just bright enough and I would just hit shuffle, plug in an aux cord. <laughs> in your car. Yes. I did not I, know that. When Josh and I went to see The Used in Allentown, we literally... I was like... It's like, do you have your iPod? <laughs> yeah, just hold on a second. <laughs> I set my Mac on his lap. What is this? <laughs> my iPod. Like, all right, I all guess. Right. You're a car. So, so I got, and I'll, maybe you guys will know some of these or not. I'm, I'm struggling with five. Okay. So I have, for the Abbott Brothers, I'm stuck between. Abbott Brothers. Abbott Brothers, yes, Abbott Brothers. I'm stuck between I Am Loving You and Emotionalism. Okay. And then. Oh, what was the other one? Let me find it here. Uh, oh, Johnny Cash's American, uh, the man is pretty good. Is that yeah, one of the newer, is that one of like the newer is ones? His last one, yeah. 
Is that the one that has oh, what's that song? Hurt, but Hurt, Hurt that was originally done by Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Yeah, that's the one that that's on. Um, and then I was going to go down to where is it? Um, oh, the Wonder Years, No Closer to Heaven. Okay. Oh yeah, you did like that one. That, that's the blue that, album, right? That was the blue yeah. one. Yeah, that one's good. Um, man, that's the only one I physically own. It's hard to like. Like the newest one I have yeah. in digital, digital format. I mean, don't but. get me wrong. This is tough on me as well, especially because like what I listened to and some of that music that helped define me growing up, I don't necessarily listen to anymore. Oh yeah. But for my third one, I think I would have to just because like they imprinted on me and became my favorite band. I think I would have to take Toxicity, System of a Down. I'd have to take... I would be disappointed in myself if I didn't take at least one System of a Down album. That's still one oh, of yeah. my favorite drum tracks. So oh, it's... The actual, the actual That song. album's still... Oh, uh, beautiful. And it's like, even though I don't really listen to a whole lot of metal anymore, um, I, I feel like it'd be just nostalgic, sentimental. It's like, I have to have this. I feel like bands you can go back to like that mm-hmm. and still enjoy it, like, are okay. Like, there's tons of punk bands. When we were doing all the Warp Tour days yeah. that, like, I listened oh, yeah. to, but I've I wouldn't heard, go back and listen to them I heard someone now. say, like, when you're... I forget their age range, but like twelve to fourteen or fifteen. Like, I think it's fourteen to seventeen. Is, is that what it is, is? Are you talking about like the age where like it mentally like makes an impression on your yeah, brain? It's yeah, it's like fourteen to seventeen. I'm okay. pretty sure. So yeah, System of a Down. It would have been like that's when I I discovered them around twelve or thirteen. But then yeah, it really defined because that's what then got me into all those other bands. Yeah, because I watched uh, it was an interview actually with. Uh, I think it was with Thrice where they were saying like everyone wants us to make like the artist in the ambulance part two basically and he's like even if we made that album the people who want it wouldn't like it yeah because we made that album at a time like when it was really impressionable on you and yeah. anything new oh, is no, just gonna absolutely. be like yeah it's not gonna be as good as what we well, did well I think that also goes into all the people that wanted Linkin Park to do another hybrid theory in Meteora is that, oh, is yeah. like, is that on your list it's not there are enough copies of, of that out there. That yeah, I'm, I'm going to find that pretty easily. Um, <laughs> Given the situation, like, I'm not going to be like, yeah. hybrid theory, well, I I'll probably, probably he- I'll probably still hear it on the radio. Yeah. Because when you're one step closer, closer to the, to the edge, edge, you're not going to break. No, I'll probably jump off, though, based on my irrational fears. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I have Hospice, Vespertine, and... Toxicity. Make a list of your five, and then at the end we'll go back and re-say yeah. them all in sequential right. order. Okay. My number four, maybe, like, you're, feel free to yell at me if, like, this is, like, too, like, free form of, like, an answer, but... So there are three albums of Law Dispute where whichever one's furthest away from the fire I would grab. Okay. Like, there's, like, of the three, I don't, like, like one more than the other. Like, Wildlife Somewhere in Rooms of the House, like, I like equally. So, like, whichever one's, like, oh, I'm not in, like, danger of, like, being the fire. So, like, I would just grab the closest one. Yeah. So, of those three, just one of those would happily fill a spot. The funny thing is, is we're all good friends. But I think between the four of us, we all still have, like, a kind of distinct taste. Music-wise? Yeah. Oh, well, like, we all listen to our favorite genre. We all listen yeah. to each other's stuff, but, like, our favorite genre is completely different. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Well, like, I like The Strokes and The Arctic Monkeys, but they're nowhere, like, my daily listens. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are for you. Yeah. I'm probably the one, because, like, Josh and I definitely bond more in the metal stuff, but then I also do a lot of, like, R&B and hip-hop stuff that he's probably, like, 
No. Yeah. Like, where you do more of that, like, I'm now still... Like, you've said, like, you're not so much into the metal scene, where, like, I'm still... Like, I still listen to a lot of that, like... Yeah. Not so much newer stuff, but the older stuff I'm still very active yeah. listening to, so... You don't run to it, do you? I don't run with any music. Yeah. I run too close to, like, major roads where it's not safe for me to have music in my <laughs> Yeah, ear. speaking of that, I ran on a major road the other day for an eighth of a mile. Two people swerved towards me while texting. <laughs> I've had that And happen. I was like, I flicked the first one off, and I was like, like are you serious? I've had people, like, I was, like, on, like, a sidewalk, and I've had, like, people, like, start to, like, make their way towards me. Like, I didn't know what they were doing. I'm like, what's, <laughs> I could get hit. Yeah, they weren't, I mean, it, it was on a major road, so it wasn't like they were at, like, just a safe speed. They were blowing down doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to work on your high jump. Yeah. I guess I don't have enough tolerance, so I flick people off when that situation happens. Well, I mean, that's kind of a, a flickable offense. Yeah. <laughs> you're, sort of, you're in a car swerving towards me. Please pay attention. Not paying attention. Like, generally speaking, you shouldn't be texting and driving anyways. Well, Luke and I had a conversation about that this, we this past did, weekend. Yeah, we went to again. a music shop, and I asked him, and I ranted about that story, as I do. and uh, I, I ranted back at you. And we basically, what was your solution? Oh, I said... Uh, it should become mandatory for phones to not work over like 15 miles an hour. Yeah, I, I'm per, like I know that it's like stupid that we need a rule like that in society, but like that would save so much. It would lo- so many lives. Well, you see the problems with Bluetooth. <laughs> once Apple Bluetooth. comes out with the Apple Car, it's just going to work seamlessly with the iPhone. Well, once the Teslas drive themselves, it won't be an issue anymore. <laughs> there anyway. won't be car insurance. Yeah. Say, once fracking like gets out of hand, uh, like, yeah, oh, dead anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Rest exactly. in peace. Yeah. The real. The real issue. The real issue. Look what it did issue. to Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Hey, that's probably yeah. why my house is on fire. They still don't have clean water. Someone's right. fracking too close and my house pushed so into flames. Did everyone, did everyone do their five? I have one more. Okay. I, I know what it is, though. Two more. All right. So I'll catch up with you. I think the fourth one, I'm going with um, August and Everything After by Counting Crows. Hmm. Counting Crows. That debut what? album. Wait a second. I, I think it was their first album. Uh, I think you're right. Now, which one did you pick again? August and Everything After. You take that over films about ghosts. I know August and Everything After more. Okay. Like, that's that's the stuff that like Round Here is my. Oh, uh, films perfect. about ghosts is a best of. That's why. So Round Here is on that too. Okay. So I have like a hit. Perfect album. Blue Buildings is one of my gotcha. favorite album or favorite songs. Yeah, you're gonna get us demonetized. You gotta, you gotta. There you go. <laughs> hey, it's all good. Nice little preview, but yeah, that that album front to back, just love it. So I would definitely, even though like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Counting Crows is like a favorite band of mine. I'm, not, year, like, I'm definitely the same way there. Like, <laughs> but as an album and like someone that likes to play music and listen to music and write it. Everything about that album is just lyrically, instrumentally, it's all the way it's laid out, order-wise. They just nailed it. Counting Crows is, like, like album-wise. I don't, I've heard live they can be pretty awful at times. I heard it's... I, yeah, I've I heard, heard it's it, one of two experiences. I've heard it's either, like, revelatory, like, great, mm-hmm. in, like, an angelic way, or just awful. From what I've also heard is, like, he'll put, like, an own, like, unique live spin on it. Uh, okay. On certain parts. Kind of like um, when uh, Third Eye Blind, there are certain songs where, like, gotcha. Scott might do something slightly different. Like, 
maybe in the live setting, it seems like some people appreciate that. If you want to hear more of direct what the album sounds like, it sounds like, uh, then you'd be like, no, I don't want that. I don't know if that's, I've never seen them live. I've heard the same thing. Yeah. I've heard people either like, this was amazing, loved everything about it, or this didn't sound anything like the album. Why did they perform it that way? But no, I, I like completely agree on the, the fact of like Counting Crows is nowhere near like a favorite, favorite band. band yeah. But like they're like the album that I only have one of their albums, but the album mm. I have is just so solid that like to yeah. sit there and listen to it is just really satisfying. Yeah, they just make good music. Yeah. So Okay, so So for my fifth, there'd probably be like a scenario that would happen as a result of me picking this, so I would be in the fire, I would have these first four albums in my hand, and I'm like, oh, one, I have room for one more in my very tiny paws. So, like, I would look over at a table, and, like, there would be Ocean's Avenue. But you would look over at a table in a basement? Ooh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ocean Avenue's by Yellow Car would be sitting on a table right beside, and the table's on fire, by the way, so like, the table's burning. There's Ocean <laughs> Avenue right beside Demon Days by Gorillaz. Ooh. Two albums that I love immensely, and I'd be like, "Oh no, which one to pick?" And Demon by, Days, Demon Days. Demon well, I'm sitting there like debating. Demon, Demon Days catches like it just bursts into flames, so I have to pick Ocean Avenue. Oh no! There's a place on Ocean. I, you know, the thing is, I almost thought about picking that, but I was kind of ashamed of it just because it's such like a poppy. Like it's, it's poppy, <laughs> but like it's it's good poppy. Like it Ocean Avenue, like it's such a fun album to listen to. Like it's springtime and like cruising around. Oh, like yeah. Ocean Avenue is like the perfect cruising it's, music. It's a solid. Yeah. Like it's solid, but it's. I'm almost embarrassed to say how much I, I like that like, album. It's so wonderful. Like sunny day, windows down, yep. wind in your face, just cruising down like a back road, just like Ocean Avenue. Like straight through the album is wonderful. Like there's no really stinkers for me. Like there's no like a lot of albums. Like as I was thinking about this, a lot of albums have songs I don't like that much. So oh, like. Yeah. Ocean Avenue is in that case. Like all the songs are good, and like pop punk lyrically isn't always that great. But like Ocean Avenue, like there's nothing really stupid in it. Like it's all it's decent. Like it's not anything like really groundbreaking or deep. But like it's lyrically, like I don't feel bad about listening to it. Like instrumentally, it's fun. Like it has like the violin in the background. Like it's just a good album. It's fun, and like it's. I think it deserved all like the radio time it got. I like Ocean Avenue. That's my criteria with this whole thing is albums that I can listen to the entire thing and I yeah. enjoy every single song. Yeah. Like I was gonna choose Super Unknown by Soundgarden, but there's a couple on there there's I don't love. That were, yeah. Um, I was like, well, a speaking of some that, what is your favorite genre to listen to in the summer? Dude, pop punk, absolutely. Yeah. Pop punk is uh, such a reggae. Same. Yeah. Reggae. That is. That's true. Reggae now, is definitely close. I will admit it's probably like it's I'm not talking like Rustafarian straight out of Jamaica reggae. I'm pro- we're talking more like white boy reggae, like Revolution, the movement, the movement, Tomorrow's Bad Seeds, Pacific Dub. I just, if if someone's being like like yeah picky about the reggae, how about you, Luke? I, I just put on the Beach Boys, the sounds of summer. Yeah, that is <laughs> great. Beach Boys is so you're kind of like the opposite of Christmas, where you just put on like now top hits of Christmas. Yeah, it's, 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 like, it's like two months of, like, Beach Boys just beach songs. music, yeah. I yeah. hope there's never a point in time where, like, there's a generation that comes up that doesn't, like, recognize the Beach Boy name. Like, it's just, oh, yeah. they're wonderful. I like beach the Beach Boys. Boys are great. I like listening cool. to the DJ Kygo, too. He has, like, a very, like, Seems like summer mystical, like, beachy theme. I don't know how to yeah. explain it, and I like him. So we will ask for some summer acts, because the season's coming up, but just... To put Wait, the, is everybody at five? Put the top five to rest. Jared, I have that to name one my last. I'll name my last as we go. So give a recap of all yours. Uh, are we doing in any certain order, or are we just going through? Just whatever. Just, just whatever. any just order. Your five. Just because your we five. got so skewed. Whatever way you remember it, the listeners okay, are going to so get mixed up. I'm still going to go with Beggars by Thrice. 
I think I'm going to go with the long, or not, yeah. Um, at, <laughs> um, I, I just completely forgot the name. To Be Everywhere is To Be Nowhere by Thrice. Then we're going to move into Devil and God are Raging Inside Me, brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, four is Please Come Home by Dustin Kensrue. And then I'm going to end it with I Am Loving You uh, by the, uh, the Avid Brothers. Okay. Oh, that's a good. It is a good album. It works out really well because everyone picked a really good album. So, like, I'm going to borrow all these. Yeah. Well, that's a nice thing. I can restore my collective. I will go (laughs) dig up my old Mac that has a CD drive in it, and we can burn some CDs. We meet. Oh, yeah. up and like, for some reason, all of our twice houses a year burnt to, down. Yeah, twice yeah. a year to switch music. Hey, your guys' house burned down too? Yeah, mine. What'd you get? Five cities? Me too. That's so weird. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Me? We end all up right, with Josh, this 20 songs. <laughs> all right, so my five. We had Universal Language by Angel Vivaldi. We had Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card mm-hmm, by Reliant K. We had The God Machine by Phineas. And we had ran either Rooms of the House, Wildlife, or Somewhere, and then a bunch of stuff after that by Law Dispute. Any, any album that you can rescue from the fire. Yeah, any pretty much any Law Dispute album that I could grab, I would. All right, go ahead. You have your five? Yep. Uh, In Utero by Nirvana, The Upsides by The Wonder Years, uh, Stadium Arcadium by The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Room on Fire by The Strokes, and Favorite Worst Nightmare by The Arctic Monkeys. And now we're down to Jared. All right. <laughs> Take the, big re- the big reveal. Okay, so I had Hospice by The Antlers. I had Vesper Team by Bjork. I had, Bjork. <laughs> I had August and Everything After by uh, Counting Crows. Toxicity, System of a Down. And number five, I was pretty torn. That's a good one, too, but unfortunately it doesn't make the list. I knew I had to pick, like, a rap, hip-hop, somewhere in there. So I was debating between Outkast. I had, like, some stuff by Kendrick Lamar I like. And for R&B, I like The Weeknd. But Death Rift, Death I'm Death thinking Rift. what I have to go with <laughs> is The Money Store by Aww. Death Grips. All right. Death Grips. <laughs> I, I would go ex-military, but whatever. Yeah, no, it's it's good. <laughs> I, I personally, for me, The Money Store just all the songs it flows a little better as an album ex-military excellent 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 album but i would my personal favorite is money store from them so i would i need to take a death grips album just because like i'm gonna come out of that fire and then just be like "Ah, ah!" (laughs) and people like what the hell are you doing oh just listening to some death grips for those of you who've never heard of death grips it's an odd band it's like, experimental hip hop. I had someone call. I'm like, not a fan. I had someone say like, "Oh, did you actually listen?" I've listened. I am not a fan. I what was songs at, did you listen to? Because I want you to keep this in mind. Every single album they do is different and weirder than the last. So it all depends. I don't also. remember even what it was. Yeah, I was at school the one day, and like one of I had a kid in class that I also have had through like summer camp. That like Josh has a weird taste in music, and like I tried to say no, I don't, but then I thought of Death Grips, and like oh. I guess some of it. <laughs> it's partially true. There yeah, was, like, this, like, odd. weird persona, though, in, like, our high school that if you were, like, the first one to find a band, you were, like, cool. Like, if you were the first one to find Phineas or if you were the first one to find Death Grips and you told other people about it, like, you were, like, wow. You were basically, like, an archaeologist digging up fossils. First one to find you. I don't think Death Grips <laughs> would have <laughs> even been a band when we were in high school. They probably came out not. in 2011. I think I would, like, as, like, a kid, I, like, I think I would be too scared to listen to it. Like, that probably would have been, like, an unreasonable fear would be Death Grips. That was the funny thing. Like, when we went and saw, like, 
death grips and there were all these high school kids like my one friend marie she was just like man i don't think i would have been listening to death grips when i was in high school I can't say that I would have. Like, as a kid, like, I would hear, like, this guy just, like, rapping, and then he just starts screaming. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I'm frightened. It's, honestly, like, it's it's amazing how many, like, metal people also like Death Grips, because it's, it's aggressive. Yeah, it is aggressive. Like, it's... Aggressive rap. If you've, I mean, probably top three or four craziest crowds I've seen at a show. Like, and it wasn't like, a, oh, hey, let's open up a pit... It was, like, that chaotic, like, everyone's trying to swarm to the stage, so the whole crowd's swaying and, like, going. Someone probably got trampled. There's, like, a dead body in there somewhere. There, you just can't see yeah. it. One of my favorite times in the pit was when uh, Luke was with me. I think all four of us were in that pit, and I did the lawnmower. <laughs> like, I was just, like, I was pushing a lawnmower or whatever you want to call it. I and there, yeah. we did it, it turned into a conga line. Oh, and I forgot about we that. We went like, in throughout the crowd. Another great moment was Jared didn't crowd surf at all all day, and then at the very end, we were all kind of ready to leave. And Jared's like, "Well, I got to get my crowd surfing in." So we don't see Jared. We don't see Jared. We don't see Jared. Where is he? I don't know. He's probably through already. And then at a little bit in, we're still asking, and then we just see this blonde hair just get flung up in the air, and Jared got thrown. I and was. In two feet from the barrier, and someone decides, fling him. <laughs> and the stage, like, the staff up there caught me. My face was two inches from the pavement. Like, probably would have knocked out some teeth. Like, I was, like, mouth and jaw you, straight down. Oh, you man. did a front flip the year before that. Oh, yeah. Well, I felt horrible about that one. Someone clipped my legs out from under me. Like, someone was doing... Okay. (laughs) So this is... These are the people... Usually every crowd surfing gets shut down when someone goes tabletop. And what that means is someone gets on, like, their hands and knees, like, on all fours. And basically they're like a stepping stool. And someone just gets a running start, jumps off of them, and up into the crowd. Um... So we were all doing that, and some kid clipped me on my way up, and I had two options. It was either belly flop on the pavement or tuck as hard and as fast as I could in a quick ball. So I front flip kicked this girl in the head so hard. So I apologized over and over. There's another story that Luke should tell, but, like, I think it's funny where Jared kicks girls in the face. Luke is, like, a superhero. Remember that time that you, like, caught that girl? Oh, yeah, there was one where... Some girl got there thrown. Was, yeah, she was... Her, I think she was... Cra- cra- yeah, right she, on you. She was crowd surfing, and someone behind me threw her up and over top of me. And we were looking... F- you, I was I was, we were looking at the stage. Yes, yes. We weren't even paying attention. So I was one row back in, so there was, like, no one. So as she goes over me, her foot hits me in the back of the head. And then she's, like, falling head first down to the, like, pavement underneath. So I grab her upside down. 69-er. Yes, basically. (laughs) (laughs) You're making me not sound like a hero anymore. (laughs) No, it was very heroic. But no, I grab her upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I I wrapped her with her face in Jared's situation, like, a few feet from the pavement. A few inches from the pavement. And then I flipped her over and set her down. And she just looks at me and is, like, annoyed at me. And I'm like, I just saved you from smacking your face on the ground. There was was another, I'm thinking of another time. There was another time where this girl fell on you and you just squatted her. Oh, yeah. That, that I also got kicked in the back of the head with that one too. There's one that kicked me in the back of the head, ended up on top of me. 
Oh, well, <laughs> I, did. When any, I just squatted when and like launched crowd her. surfing, you get kicked. I hate oh, crowd yeah, surfing. It's inevitable. Surfing is if you're in the favorite. front, you're not even paying attention to the band. You're just oh, watching you're just, behind yeah, you. That's, that's my problem. I want to watch it's the just band, a but like, people are like, who's going to get yeah, destroyed? Like, I appreciate. Like, I'm glad people are having fun, but like the fact that your fun is interfering with my fun makes me upset. Like, stop jump. Like, stop leaning yeah, in my head. I want to watch rough. the band. It's. There I always was, hated the bottle wars. Like, dur- I like, love before. It's okay during the show. It's like okay, please stop. I call them trash wars because it's. I'll never forget. This would have been. Josh's first year at Warp Tour it was like my know, third. Yeah. Um, we're at the main stage, and it just, you know, it starts with like a bottle, turns into a sandal, a shoe, and it just suddenly all hell breaks loose with the trash flying. And then we look, it lands just over our head. Someone threw like a full family size can of soup. <laughs> yes. And it just hits the ground. Yeah. And, Burst like all over, <laughs> and Josh is just like he points and laughing, and he's like, "Boy, that sh- that could have killed us." Yeah, like it was like Warped would do this thing where like you could like cut and like you could get like a fast line if you brought like cans to donate to like some cause, and like that's a cool idea, but like when you think of the crowd, that's probably not great in execution because like people would like sneak cans in like this was like if you've never seen an economy sized can of tomatoes soup oh, it, was amazing. it is like a cannon canister from like the <laughs> civil war and like this thing i don't know who the freaking he-man went through but it <laughs> got actually some, what they shot off in cannons in the civil war it, it was, was yeah. campbell's soup let's say it was a huge it was like massive like they got some ridiculous air i saw it coming down and like i moved out of the way and like it landed and exploded and like the density of this thing, like, it would have beheaded somebody. Like, yeah. it would have been, like, someone would have been dead, like, and I body mean, like, on the ground, head rolling somewhere different. The group in front of us got splattered. Yes, it was like, terrifying. I would have loved to see how the person that threw that threw it. Like, it would almost have to be, like, a shot put. Like, they'd have to spin around and <laughs> just around launch, and launch it. Yeah, it. I, or they had, like, a... like a, those water <laughs> It was, like, an Olympian there or the something. It, it was air. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't someone from just, like, oh, five or ten feet away, because this came with velocity... High in the air, yeah. Like it was impressive. There's, there's a good story of Mike launching a water bottle in a similar one, right? fashion. I think. Did you mention uh, that? Did we tell that one where I almost? We were. Yeah, I think you did. I, I think remember. you did. All right. Yeah. So everybody was throwing water bottles with water in it, and they throw it across the crowd, and everybody gets splashed, and it was like this cool mist of water. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna try it. So we were at the very <laughs> end, and. Um, yeah, I threw this water bottle, and instead of the water bottle going upside down and spilling the water, it stayed perfectly like, vertical. Yeah, with the lid, <laughs> the lid was off, but it stayed perfectly vertical. <laughs> it was like half three, half to three quarters full, heading straight for the vocalist. <laughs> heading of the straight, band. yeah, the, right for the vocalist. He dodged it. I think he did kind of like a neck juke. Yes. And then it hit the bass drum at the drum kit, or it slid into <laughs> it. <laughs> and I immediately ducked down to my knees because I didn't want anyone to see me. And the kid looked over. Nice throw, nice man. throw, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were far back too. Oh, like, we were way back, we were back row. It was probably. I'm not saying I have a cannon, but it was probably 50 yards. No, I, I mean, was a, it was a heck yeah, of a it was, was at least it 50 was yards. without a crow hop. Keep in mind, Mike played outfield in like baseball, so he he had a good throw. I can throw pretty far, but that yeah. was. Beyond my ability that I believed yeah. when, when I did that. If you would have been out in, like, center field, you would have hit the catcher in one without even a hop. Yeah, maybe. Is something whistling? Yeah, uh, something is. Okay. I thought that was just my tinnitus. I'm feeling sleepy. Just kidding. <laughs> no, that's not. It would beep, like, beep, beep. This is, this goes more back to the 
uh, crowd surfing thing, but there was... You go check it out. Go ahead. There was this... It's not a concert venue anymore, but there was this concert venue that was, like, within an hour where we live called The Ground Floor, where, like, it was in this big building, and, like, they renovated it twice where, like, they moved it to different floors, but, like, every time they renovated it, there was always a giant pillar, like, in the middle of, like, where everybody would stand. And the one time myself and Luke from Lockhaven were at a show there, and, like, there was this one kid that was just, like, being a jerk. Like, he was, like, there's etiquette to mosh pitching. Like, you don't... Mosh... Hitting, or you, like you don't just like start throwing your fists in the crowd, crowd like you, killing. yeah, you don't you don't crowd crowd kill. Crowd killing is for jerks. You don't do that. So like this kid wasn't like listening. He just like started like throwing fists in like the middle of just like a crowded area, and it got to the point where like Luke and I got agitated. We're like, dude, you need to cut it out. And then later on, that kid tried to crowd surf, and like at that point we had enough, and like we were standing right beside one of these like inconveniently placed pillars, and instead of like sending him forward, we just like. Sent him to the side. So, like, Luke and I, with our forces, like, threw this guy into the side of, like, this pillar just to, like, we've had enough. Yeah. The mysterious buzzing We've noise. had that sound before. Yeah, that's just your release, pressure release valve. But it's, I don't know if that's oh, what okay. it was. Pressure buildup or what? No, it, it just, just blows up. Boom! If so, hopefully this baby's full of salt. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> pretty sure the Colgan man came by recently. So hey, Colgan sure. man! Those commercials. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was our top five, I guess, after that little detour of... Yeah. No, I was I was curious to see, though, what you guys would pick, because I honestly, like, I even had a tough time with ten, so when you guys put it down to five, I was like, fuck! I almost sort of preferred ten, because <laughs> I, mean, like, I wouldn't have to cut things. Definitely jot them down, and we could do this again in five months and see if the list is see the same. See if the same. Because, yeah. like, or six months. But, uh, yeah, because Josh, Jared, and I wrote a top ten song list probably about two years ago already. Yeah. And I found mine while moving. I believe it's gone now, but when I found <laughs> it, I was like, okay, these are not relevant at all anymore. Yeah. My number one and two were pretty close still, but... I was going to say, probably some of mine would be... What's your top song of all time? Fuck if I know. That's, like, impossible. Yeah. Depends on your mood. Snow by the Red Hot Chili Peppers will always stay mine. Yeah. All right, so I got one last topic, and then we're just going to... Cut it up. Cut it. Sweet. All right. Does it have to do with his ringing? Like, (laughs) you have, like... There's, like, a really weird ringing in, like, Jared's house. It's multi-tonal now, too. There's not just... Do you have, like, an organ that, like, a phantom could be playing? That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like the intro to like Phantom of the Opera. Like there's like some guy in a mask, like standing behind a curtain. It's pressure. That's what it was. Oh, word. So your, your water heater has pressure. Huh. So it whistles. Huh. All sorts of fun noises. It's like a tea kettle. We are in fact in a basement. If anyone doubted wow. that. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to buy boilers right. and name machines. an artist that you feel is underrated and maybe needs a little push promotional wise. If there's like or a new up and coming artist. Bellfon Express. <laughs> All right. Check it out. MySpace. Um, that's a good question. I feel like any, almost all the bands I listed, you could reason that. You could even name, like, Phineas. I was going to say, like, like Phineas, that. Andrew Vivaldi. Um, yeah. I was say a lot of Spew, I think, definitely. Like, a lot of Spew guys has gotten some attention, but they definitely deserve it. Um, Reliant, Reliant K back in 2008, <laughs> I guess, if you want to time travel. So, yeah, all of them, I think, would definitely... Um, I have another shameless plug segment. I have some friends in a different pop punk band called Glory Days, which is also like I've been to their concert a couple times, and like not even because I'm their friend, just like 
the way they play and just like how like their energy on stage, I think it's one of the most fun I've ever had at a show. So I guess that would be mine. Nice. Fiance of mine has been watching the show Greek that was on ABC Family back in the day, and that was when like plain white tees were really big. So mm-hmm. they're like brothers in the one fraternity on there. It's really funny because they just play like a bunch of plain white tees song. Yeah. Which speaking yeah. of plain white tees, you can buy their band shirts at Walmart still. It's yeah. crazy. It, it's yeah. crazy that they're still like any, around. Like, they're, like Hanes brand. You can buy like yeah, yeah. a pack of five. Yeah. Yeah. I wear one every day like underneath my button down shirts for work. Yeah. Oh, I'm wearing you're one a big you're a big plain white tees fan, aren't you? Plain white tees. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> hey there, Delilah. <laughs> Did you just eat something off your shirt? It was rice. <laughs> <laughs> you just ate a grain of rice off your it was, white shirt. Yep, it had soy sauce on In it. In Jared's defense, this is his basement. Yeah. You can do it again. I just say make it better or worse. I What's mean, it'd be weirder if I went to your house and there was like rice on my shirt still. <laughs> like when Jared, like we got here and Jared was eating, so yeah, like it's okay. weird that my instinct was, yeah, I'm gonna eat this. Like, I, like we didn't, like Jared didn't come to someone else's place of residence with like food still on his like face and shirt. So. Well. Okay. It's fine. So, so you want a you want a good uh, Chinese food story from this past week? Like you, you, may, you may never eat at this restaurant again after this. So we'll as long as it wasn't the, it yeah. depends. Is it named after a duck? No, it's kind of what, what's a um, starts with uh, ends with gardens. How about that? Uh, you know, it's like right, it's like not far from my house. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's yeah. what I just said. Named after a duck. Uh, Is that a duck? The pee. Oh, okay. Fuck. All right. So, so, so here's the story. I don't care. I'm going to eat there anyway. <laughs> Attaboy. So, Suck it, Luke. I got the. <laughs> Go ahead, Todd. I, 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 I won't got interrupt the, you. Uh, Suck it hard. Um, teriyaki chicken. Which is really good. It's, well, it's you good. don't get that. Why not? It's good chicken. No, you get the pork and garlic sauce. Oh, that okay. was your problem. Well, normally Jeez. I get the sushi, okay? The sushi. The, the sushi. But yeah, nor- normally I get the sushi, but instead I got the uh, the teriyaki chicken. So I'm picking through my chicken. I'm eating it. And there's this piece of green rice on my chicken. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, this is not a grain of rice. So I kind of pick it up and I look closer at it. And it's some type of a beetle larva. Just, just sitting on my sweet and sour chicken, just like hanging out. That? <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm not sure whether or not to be like <laughs> completely grossed out by this or not. So what was it? Like a beetle, beetle larva. larva. I think that just like it's hot. It's, yeah, it's like all natural, man. Well, that's, I sat larvae. like I sat there and I was grossed out for like three seconds. I was like, you know what? It's like I've <laughs> eaten or eaten grosser things before. And if you look at like the ingredients and like your average, just like. What you oh, buy yeah. at the store? Is, uh, they're shredded up animals. You eat bug parts and peanut butter yeah. every day. I mean, I'm I do. okay with that. I eat yeah. peanut butter by the spoonful. It's high protein. I have yeah. to say the bug parts may be what make it taste good. I don't well, know. That adds to the peanut butter protein. Exactly. Yeah. People like criticize Oreo for having rat droppings in, but have you ever had an Oreo? It's one of the greatest things ever. Maybe the rat droppings are what makes it good. I'm not going to change the recipe. That's I like right. what's going on. Solid point. You don't mess with something that's not broke. But yeah, I'll still eat like even Texas. You don't mess with Texas. Bugs in my my chicken. Word. All right. Good. Uh, yeah, I don't need to plug an emerging artist. I can just do that later. No, you can plug an emerging artist. Go ahead. Do that. All right, I'll go with a uh, quick, shameless plug. Hurry up, hurry up. Vancouver <laughs> Sleep <laughs> Clinic. It's like an ambient dream pop. It it's almost cool. reminds me of one guy. Uh, if you like uh, Bon Iver, you would probably dig. You know what? I'll even give Bon Iver a plug as well. Oh boy. This is a music episode. Plug everything. I like That's people right. having a large array of music to listen to. So, yeah. 
this is where we'll wrap it up. Well, thank you for listening to Table in the Basement. You now have lots of music to check out, so please enjoy yourself. Thanks for tuning in, and check us out on our assorted social media platforms, and let us know what you want us to talk about, because we want to hear from you, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah. yeah. Round of applause. Woo!